that we're live uh that uh opening video there was taken last winter out on leech lake in minnesota and uh, my brother john who's on the live with us was uh on the receiving end of that i don't know how many miles sled ride <laughs> well hey i thought we were going to call that lake nunya <laughs> oh Instead did i say the, the name yeah you oh. might have. hopefully that doesn't get caught in the live you can edit that out oh no i'll edit that out for sure yeah, oh but, no that uh, sled ride cost me uh, bursitis in my left elbow <laughs> and a fourteen a fourteen day quarantine with COVID nineteen. So, uh, but it was a heck it was a heck of a trip. That's for sure. <laughs> so that uh, leads us into what we're discussing today. We're going to talk about ice fishing. Um, I know I'm not ready. I literally just put the boat away. I just this weekend put the batteries, uh, pulled the batteries out of the boat. Um, it's barely cleaned up. I've walked past my ice fishing stuff 10 times and I know we have ice here. So there's guys, yeah. you know, on two to six inches up here. Uh, what are you seeing yeah. down there? John's in Steve's yeah. point, by the way. Ice reports down here. Uh, I went to about six different lakes um down here in the stevens point area anywhere from one to four inches of ice but the the four inches of ice is really on the shallow lakes. so the the lakes i want to target I, i'm ready to go uh <laughs> actually <laughs> i've got a nice rattle reel right here set up but uh i won't be a little while before we get to use the shacks down here i think probably a couple weeks away from safe ice to to walk on i think there's got there's obviously folks out on the ice here but that's pretty crazy at this point yeah no doubt about that um you've been ready or you've been prepping to be ready here since yeah. i mean you got your boat out for the first time in a number of years here this year john's got kids he's chased all over the place for for sporting events and has not had a ton of open water fishing time until probably this year right i mean you yeah, I mean, so, I think it sat. It sat uh, sat for seven years. I think it was. Which I hate to say out loud, but uh, got it got it all ready this year. Uh, it's a 2002 Smoker Craft, 18 footer, um, but it ran like a champ. I, I can't believe it came out of storage so well. I mean, I guess that goes to say, when you put a boat away and you do it the right way, and then you kind of protect it for seven years, it still it still was running like a champ. So. Yeah, yeah I, I got the boat put away a couple, you know, a couple weeks ago, but I went, I was getting ice fishing things ready for weeks. I mean, I've, I've been just sitting here waiting. Like I actually went, I went for a drive with an ice pick to check landings and then sent photos to like 40 people of what yeah. the ice was like, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm ready to go. I've got products to test and, um, yeah. you know, I got a, got a new setup this year for, for ice fishing. I, I, last year on, I kind of got back into ice fishing last year too. And, uh, had nothing, you know, had all my old gear and I was just amazed how much 
the electronics are better. I mean, everything's better. The tip-ups are better, the reels, the jig pulls. I mean, it's unbelievable what happened in the time I took off from the sport, what's happened. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, uh, one thing I'll say if we've, you know, we don't have anybody live watching right now. All of our kids bailed on us here because I cha <laughs> changed the time a couple of times on them. So uh, no kids yet. We'll have to text them and shout them in. But should somebody watch us afterwards, if you've got some ice fishing thing that you, you've seen or liked or what impressed you most that's a new product this year, throw it into the uh, comments for us because we, we're always tracking to see what the... Yeah. latest innovation is to that end uh what did you pick up obviously besides you got a trailer and a, a nice uh four-wheeler and you're ready to rock that way but what ice fishing thing did you see that you like the best so far well i mean the live scope um the garmin live scope and the mega live and all that stuff is just so incredible i mean even the flasher technology went from like you know looking at the the mechanical flashers, you know, to the digital screens. Now I watch other YouTubers and they've got the Lowrance with the digital screen, the flasher on one side and the traditional LCD on the, on the right. It's incredible just to watch it on there. And um, so that's going to be my big next purchase is uh, the Garmin live scope with the 10 inch and try to figure out the shuttle and all that stuff. So yeah, that, that's the number one thing that's just that and I guess the shacks are so the 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 pullover shacks are incredible now. Yeah, that uh, live scope. Have you been shopping around? Have you seen a good package price anywhere? Probably not with the ten inch screen, right? Nothing with the ten. I mean, they've got the with the nine. They've got some interesting ones out there. If you if you're willing to not get the bag and stuff and just piecemeal it, um, like Hodges Marine, um, Reeds, several of them had really good deals there one was throwing in a 30 amp hour um amped outdoors battery for free um and it was you know obviously that's the nine inch with the with the uh, lvs 32 i think and uh, but no bag you know the transducer no bag you got to do that on your own um the pole for the transducer so when you buy the kit you know 20 $27.99 is a good deal on the nine right now, but this was like $23.99 with a free yeah. battery. The battery is 200 bucks alone. So I have uh, the 32 amp hour amped outdoors battery, and uh, I've shuttled that back and forth between ice fishing with the live scope, and then I put it on my boat because I mount my live scope on the, like you know, on the front, uh, front, the bow of my boat in, a, in combination yeah. with another one. But that 32, any of the amped outdoor batteries are good. And what's yeah. good about them is their voltage range runs high. So they don't start out at 12 volts. They start out at 16.8 and then it drains to 12. So you never have uh, power performance issues with your live scope. Like I did before I'd run a 12 volt. It worked great. 12, 11 and a half, 11.2, you know, 10.8. Yeah. I'd start to have issues with it, with, with the power. And then there's always a little fine print. So if you're shopping for the live scope, you got to read everything because one deal will leave out no sonar. One will have, have the maps maybe, and one won't. One will have a different transducer because this year they came out with the LI with a different cord, more flexible. 
um, you know, they just have different things. It, it's you really got to do your homework uh, to make sure you're getting the right thing. And you know, I think I'm going to go with the 10. Inch. Well, the other thing is some of the batteries work better with other screens. So, like you said, Brian, anything below a 10 inch seems to run on all the batteries that are out there. Yeah. Um, the seven inch screen runs the best with anything below, you know, 12 amps. It seems like 12 amp hours. It, the the bigger screens require what you have. If you want to go 10 inch, you got to have a 30. It seems like you need to run a 30 amp hour battery. Yeah. Because the power box is, I mean, that's a lot of power running. And I had a, gosh, I want to say when the live scopes first came out, I had a seven inch screen. And I used it in the winter with a seven inch screen and ice fishing. You can get away with a smaller screen. You cannot get away with a smaller screen in the boat. And if you're going to use it for both and it's a ton of money, you might as well be using it for both unless you're just a hardcore ice guy and you don't go out in the boat much, but the bigger screens are better. Some of the guys are putting out videos now. At first it was Garmin versus Garmin. So it was Garmin live scope. And it was just the 10 inch, the 12 inch, seven and the nine. One guy had all four on his boat. And I got to tell you, the nine inch screen on his boat in that light, in that angle, it, ha- it looked brighter and crisper than all the other screens. Then he did it ice fishing in more of a sitting, you know, darker area. And man, the, the 10 inch and the 12 just blew it away because it was just so much. You could see so much more. Um of the screen it was just you know just a better option so i'm i'll i won't go below a 10 i mean you can get the 1022 um chart plotter and add maps to it and have it in the front of your boat because i'll probably do hummingbird everywhere else and then live scope up front like maybe the helix nine or something yeah um interesting i was reading a, a post the other night one of the uh one of our tournament series directors had the mix he in like i do you know he's got the live scope up front i think he's got a a 10 inch unit up there or or bigger and then he had some uh the hummingbird units in there i don't think he had 360 uh, imaging but he did have a, a hummingbird in there and he had a hummingbird at the console i believe and he's going all to garmin he suggests that you know where, where i was saying once before that and a lot of people will say the hummingbirds have better sight imaging Lawrence has the best 2D sonar. Hummingbird has the best yeah. sight imaging. Garmin has the best live imaging. And he's going all to Garmin. He says it's in this in in the setup, in the settings to get the best images. And we'll have to wait yeah, and see sure. how that is. But to me, still, uh, until I obviously learn how to do the settings better. And the other thing about it is I, I believe, and I'd have to look cost for cost, but... Um, the, the Garmin stuff is expensive. The screens are expensive yeah. compared yeah. to the Hummingbirds. And... Yeah, I mean, I think on the live, so the the live imaging, you know, live scope versus uh, mega live, uh, the prices, you know, they came in, it's good, it's competition, right? So they came in right yeah. at the same price point. They're $27.99, both of them. Oh, the Hummingbird unit is? The mega yeah, live? Yeah. The mega live and mega live actually might even be just a tick more because they're not doing this so much in a bundle. They always leave something out. It's not just a I want to buy this one thing and I'm ready to go. There's always something you know that you don't get with it that you need, and which is good marketing. But um, I, I just saw 
how well the hummingbird well what's the setup in your boat now isn't it is it lower it's the helix 10 and 9 right yeah and then those link to the spot lock on the trolling motor you yeah. can't do that with garmin though right you can with a garmin trolling motor so garmin makes their own trolling motor and now you can network everything um but anybody that's got a you know the the uh um Minn Kota trolling motors, any of the Minn Kota series, they're all using Humminbird because it networks. See, you can't just talk about ice fishing now. With, and this is what's weird. You never, your ice fishing <laughs> electronics were totally separate than your summer electronics. Now, right, it, you can use them interchangeably, so it has to weigh into your decision. So when I'm thinking about this, I got a 20, what is it, a 19-year-old boat or a 20-year-old boat. Right. With at the time, Garmin top of the line, 240 and a 160. Those were the best. I remember those were the best we could find at the time. Yeah. And uh, or close to the best. Right. Um, and now upgrading them, I'm, I'm it's bleeding into my ice fishing decisions. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but you know, after seeing so many videos now, you got Clayton Schick and Jay Seaman and those guys doing so many videos with the Mega Live to learn it. And you can tell in their videos, they don't, they want to be impartial, but their opinions are just coming out. You, you, it's obvious the, when you look ahead, it's the cone angles. When you look ahead and what do they call that? Is that perspective mode? Pers- perspective is that view that's like down, but, a, but, down. A, you know, 135 degrees of coverage. Yeah. yeah. But out, down looking, and out. Right. Yeah. When they're just looking out, down and out, uh, the mega live was real good it was it was pretty close i mean some of the but down the separation was was better the clarity was is just better in every video they show they're trying to give it a fair shot and not say it's not as good but man i'm telling you when i watch them all i've watched probably 100 youtube videos on it live scope wins almost garmin's wins almost every time yeah so you're you're scoping it out do you think that's something you're going to do before you launch here or is it uh well you know i might get going on early ice uh because i won't be probably nearly as deep i'll get going with my setup from last year which was just a a portable um it was like an eagle strata 128 but i you know i i did a little diy transducer and and, you know it's lcd so it works fine I, i have i can see my line one line is my line but one line is the bottom and then if fish show up it's another line so you can mm. really you can see but because i'm I'm trying to do it right i don't want to just kind of waiting to see what they do there's a 200 dollars uh rebate now from garmin and now they're starting to do deals on the nine inch screen i'm kind of waiting to see what they do with the 10 if they flip something on the 10 i'll buy it yeah and then I'm looking at shuttles and transducer pole, I think, right now. I mean, unless something happens, I think Summit might have the best, you know, balancing price with kind of quality. I think probably the Summit shuttle and the Summit, they have a, a pole that extends, you know, it can go down to like eight, you know, 12 inches to extend out to 62 inches where the Garmin, the scope that comes with it, the pole, the transducer pole, it's just this big, massive, you know, it's as big as it is all the time. <laughs> yeah. I see now the the new player on the block is that Arc Lab uh, in, yeah. uh, where they are 
I think they're in Ontario, somewhere in Canada. Yeah, Ontario or, or Winnipeg, actually. It's Winnipeg. Winnipeg, yeah. So he's got an aluminum machine shop and he does high precision aluminum machining and he's got a product out there. It's expensive. The components are expensive, mm -hmm. but they're, you know, it's aircraft aluminum. It looks like it's yeah. about as durable as it's going to get. He does have a two piece pole. Um, He's yeah. got a nice a nice shuttle that's got a you know some plugs on the front for USB and yeah. and uh, twelve volt, uh, but they're yeah, expensive. It's expensive, but it's it yeah. looks to be high quality. I think it was two hundred. It was two hundred Canadian. So what is that about forty dollars US? No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably lose you lost viewers right there, Brian. But, um, You'll find that a lot of these guys are Canadian on there, and they're, and they're great. But yeah, there's that Arc Lab. I think it was two hundred, maybe it's two hundred US dollars just for the shuttle. But it is yeah. like you said, it's the it's the strongest one for sure because it was like for aluminum. Sure. Yeah. But he, I noticed there's another player on the market, and it's called like Tacti Grip. Oh. Um, they were they did a lot of shuttles for the uh, old style flashers. And um, I was just watching a channel I follow, and they had some really cool ones, custom handles, you know, lime green and black, any color you want. But they have a nine-week back order right now on stuff because they're so busy making live scope shuttles. People, you know, nobody really had an answer for that. Garmin came out with that bag, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think it's that great. You know, the, the Tacti grip, he's got lights built in underneath. He's got transducer arms. He's got a spot for you to put your a beer or a soda. I um, haven't seen that one yet. What's it? How do you spell it? Um, Tacti grip? Tacti dash grip. Okay. Let me look it up. I'll look it up quick while we're on. Yeah, and if uh, we'll have to see here. We'll have to buy the first, the first comment is going to get a beer unless it's one of our kids. <laughs> is there any anybody on right now so. i had a message it said hey i signed up for your live chat are you supplying beer or do i need to bring my own and i said if you leave a comment i'll buy you one but so it's it's called it's tactigripfishing.com so t-a-c-t-i g-r-i-p fishing.com and uh, they had some really nice looking ones. I think they're, it's kind of along the same lines though, Brian, as I think it's 3D printer. Hey, we got a comment. <laughs> Devin is on. Looks like, you said the yeah. live looks fire. Yeah. Get, your, get your studying done. Oh, here's the next comment. Not happening, son. Where's my beer? <laughs> <laughs> now, if we had a, if I had a shuttle right here that I could put a beer in, Devin, we'd, we'd have one. Was it the Tacti Grip one that had the beer holder? They do have that. There's another one too. That was like a, a Daddy's Hole Hopper or something like that. There was a. Um, if you follow the ice fishing threads, everyone's looking for a decent shuttle. That's the piece they didn't do a good job on. I think Summit was first to the game. I think Tacti Grip, and then Arc. What is it? Arc Lab. It's called uh, Arc, Arc Lab, yeah, and I don't know if I have it exactly right. He's really hard to find. He even on his website, it's hard to see that he makes a shuttle because it's all others. They do a lot of things there. They fabricate solutions for all kinds of automotive and agricultural right. things. He's got a lot of automotive precision parts too. I'm trying to see if I can track down his. Have a the tacti grip. You can put a link to that. It'd be kind of cool for for everybody below. 
but that I like that because it's really kind of it appeals to the younger, you know, like the the Alex's and the Devons and the Reese. And when they see one of those, they're gonna be like, "Wow, that's cool." He's got the like you and I talked about Brian. It's got the foam handle with the. It's even got like camo, like grayed out white white and gray camo on the handle, and it's lime green and get red ones, black ones. And you said yeah. tactic grip. Yep, tacticgripfishing.com. Oh, there it is. He's even uh, gotcha. Yeah, it, it, they look nice. And a couple of the early YouTube videos that are out up in northern Wisconsin, there's a, um, a group up there. They have them, um, and they, they have YouTube videos. You can see them live on the videos. But yeah, even if you pull up the website, Brian, now on the cover, that green and black one, it's really pretty cool. And they make their own pole, too. It's telescoping. I'm going to attempt colors. I'm going to attempt right now to share that so we can see it while we're talking about it. We're both on Wi-Fi, so if this whole thing bombs, it's because I just tried to share my screen. <laughs> but I am going to try to share my screen. So stand by. And I just want a Chrome tab. Now, while he's doing that, um, you know, that's something when you go to purchase something like the live scope, there's a little bit to it. You know, you got to do your research. There's it's separate pieces. There is an ice fishing bundle, but even that, I think you still need to get, you have to make sure the transducer go to the part that says what's in the box <laughs> and really pay attention. Yeah. There's one there, you know, really nice. Look sharp. Yeah. Everything's there. The cord wraps are on the side. It's got a nice little winding spot for the cord because the live scope cord is incredibly long. You know, I, I think maybe now the next innovation, I think you'll see them all do is make a shorter cord for ice fishing. Um, I'm going to see if I can't find uh what's he got on there. So he's got power plugins as well on there. Oh yeah. He's got lights. See, these guys were doing this for the Vexlar the, um, and all the flashers, the Markhams. Um, he was ahead of the game there. And I think, you know, now I saw the live scope. That's right there, the live scope. And I think it's a, you know, does that look like a nine or a 10 on there, Brian? It looks like a pretty big screen. Yeah, that, that looks like at least a nine. I mean, it looks like it could handle a 10. What's it made out of? Didn't your research? Did well, you... I, I think it's I think it's 3D printing. I think it's like a polypropylene or polyethylene, oh. but I'm not 100% on that. Um, I'd like to, you know, I think I'll comment next time that group goes live. Uh, I'm going to ask them some questions. There's a group I follow on YouTube. Let me see if I can find them. These guys are out fishing quite a bit. Early ice. Well, I got and a couple of they're called They're called uh, NV Edits. Um, he's got a lot of good crappie videos out. They're up in up by you, Brian. They're on like three, four inches of ice. Um, it's my friend uh, Lawrence Lomo's on. He's a Minnesota ice fishing uh, uh, extraordinaire, and he's telling us the summit pole is money. Perspective yeah. view mount and pole for all for eighty five bucks. Yeah, is that that's a good deal? Is that also a plastic? Is that a composite deal? A three D printed plastic yeah. composite? Not the not the actual. All of them are about the same, the pole, but the uh, the rest of it is the actual shuttle is. Um, Summit is three D printed. 
and it's uh you've got to kind of watch the video to put it together too it's uh you know it comes in flat pieces and you got like 25 different bolts that come with it to put it together it's not a it doesn't come assembled yeah so there there's a couple of choices out there and i don't know the you know the selling point on the the aircraft aluminum one is its durability uh right uh i i don't know i wonder did you use that uh if you're still out there mr luoma did you use that for a whole season does its durability a question to you well he says it'll fit down a six inch hole too yeah then that's the neat part is which the, is nice that telescoping pole on both the tacti grip and the summit is the way to go and it's got the nice little tripod forks on it it sits right in the hole just kind of it's like they took the idea, Brian, of a um, of a um, Alex got has one for his underwater camera where it just kind of turns it. They took that theory and then the telescoping, you know, like a selfie pole, and it blocks quick. You got a we have a new visitor on the live. Yeah, that cat just walked right up in here. Nothing I could do about it. I just had to, the show. Sometimes just has to go on. I mean, right now, people are using the 3D printed shuttles. You know, I don't know how it's going to hold up. You're going to drop one. You know, it's going to break because it's cold out and it's going to get brittle. Um, and also, a lot of them, if you look at the Tacti grip, the battery is in a sealed, looks fairly sealed and waterproof. So when it's sitting on the ice, I think it's going to be kind of waterproof. Where I don't know on the uh, uh, on the summit, that'd be a good question for um, the gentleman that that had a question or made a comment he is said, that waterproof uh, he says two seasons and only the 3d printed handle broke and he's a he's an active guy you know he's fishing a lot and in mm. some in some conditions yeah that's why i think the handle on the tacti grip shuttle looks better it looks uh more solid and then obviously i think the the cadillac is probably the one from arc lab if he would put a some sort of a some sort of a foam handle, or you could get your hockey tape out and hockey tape yeah. that thing, because that thing would get cold. I bet you it gets real. You stick your tongue to that, you'll be in a flagpole situation. But yeah, I, that's I got a couple other new things. I got a got a rattle reel for the first time. It's not a new technology by any means, but uh, it's pretty neat. That something that simple can be effective. I got a new headlamp. Got a Milwaukee tool headlamp. It's pretty nice. I got last year, I kind of went with the one-man shack. I was trying to find something small and light. I ended up with a Ice Runner Escape. It's the lightest one on the market. It's insulated. It's pretty pretty interesting. Uh, some pros and cons to it. I think I'm going to go get a nice high-end two-man flip over now. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like a lodge, like the Otter Lodge or something like that for when I've got the kids with me. That'd be nice to have to do some ice camping. Yeah. Um, what he, he said here, still like the Garmin set up before the bag and sonar than the shuttle. Yeah. I have, that's a, I, I have the bag and it just, I mean, you can grab it and move it around easier. Sometimes it gets to be a lot. There's a lot of stuff there. There's a fair yeah. amount of weight there. It's not, you know, it's not like the, it's not as portable as a flasher for sure. I was hauling around in a sled. It was easier to pull around in my otter sled than it was to 
shuttle around, you know. Does does he put the shuttle in the bag or is he just going shuttle and no bag for two seasons? Because I could see how it'd be nice if the bag was clamped to the shuttle because the bag's offering some waterproof ability, you know, which is I think you need. Yeah, those units can take some moisture. I mean, you can, uh, they're submerged, they're submergent rated for a, a little bit, you know, but, uh, yeah. I, you know, it's nice when it's snowing out to not have it all full of snow. He said he left it in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the big purchase that everybody is going to be going yeah. for. I mean, you know, I could, I was joking around with my wife. I said I could, uh, for the price of the, the 10 inch live scope setup. I could buy the Otter Resort, a brand new Markham, <laughs> and uh, probably some other yeah. gear. <laughs> yeah. It's not until you sit next to somebody, you know, yeah. like we were last spring where we didn't have to move a lot and, and the fish were yeah. in an area and coming to us, basically. Remember that a couple times, even if you get oh, on yeah. a good, some good structure or cover for crappies, or if you get in a perch yeah. spot where they're moving through. It's just hard to beat uh, the information and the, the live feedback that you get with that thing when you're ice fishing. It's oh, like no yeah. other, man. It's so cool. It's, it's unbelievable. We did it. I used it in a shelter. I used it on the side of a four-wheeler. I used it sitting on the ground. looking. We were looking down at it. It was improved fishing for you one. I mean, yeah. when there were no fish, there we didn't either we left or we had a break to get some coffee and tell some stories. But, and then, you know, you learn, you learn so much about how not to drop into a school, how to just fish the top, you know, pull, yeah. pull the, remember several times, Brian, we're like, Oh, that's a Northern. Let's get it out of there. You know, we got our baits out of there while a Northern went through and you could tell it's just amazing. Yeah. And, oh, he's got the 48 hour amped hour, 48 wow. amp hour amped battery. You can get all that in the in the bag, and I've got the thirty-two, and I can't imagine. Um, wow. Maybe maybe in a travel situation where where the thirty-two yeah, isn't enough, but uh, I didn't know that they even made a forty-eight amp hour battery. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and those so, so far. How, how big is a forty-eight amp hour battery compared to that thirty? I, then I wonder. The I believe the, my thirty-two amped outdoors is is the same size as the one that comes in the garmin you know the lead acid one that they give you in the garmin package mine is is that same size but it's significantly lighter i think the 48 might be taller and thinner um probably still fits in the spot because they're they're making them two different ways now there's a wide so there's a 30 i don't even see the 32 brian on amps um, website anymore they're really promoting the 30 amp hour wide and the 30 amp hour regular and the 30 amp hour wide is a little narrower, it looks like, but it'll lay down in the in the shuttles. But 48 amp hour. I mean, what did he say? How long does he get on that? 39, 39 hours of runtime, yeah. With yeah, with the awesome. I mean the screen matters a little bit and what you have your gain dialed at and and that sort of yeah. stuff. But it I mean, you can when it's got that much range and legs, I mean you're bringing it home every night when you're in a yeah. unless you're in a tournament situation where you got can't charge it up. Yeah, I think it's safe to say the 2021-2022 season is all about getting a live scope and for me anyways and just putting the time in and finding them. You know, I fish lakes down here where fish are on the move, you know, Lake Dubay, 
the big old plain and then all these little lakes around here and the river system is just the fish are on the move and you have to this is the perfect tool to chase them down i mean folks will tell me oh there's all kinds of crappies on lake x but we can never we can never find them we have a school come through and you know they're all running flashers and uh, i think now boy i wonder what this will now do to the population <laughs> yeah that can be a little scary too i've seen it in action in the springtime with multiple guys in a coordinated effort you can run a school down in a hurry so folks have yeah. got to continue to be ethical with their take you know i yeah. mean if you're out there fishing for fun you do a lot of catch and release if you're fishing for food take your 10 and you know yeah. or, or you know, whatever you reasonably need for a meal and go because yeah the the technology what it can do it's it's fun to interact with it in that way in that live way and but man yeah. if you got one guy that's running the machine and another guy drilling and two guys fishing right. you could chase a school right down you know i, I saw biting. a video i saw a video just recently where the way they were doing it was they had one guy in the main in the hub he was in the shelter and he had he had the live scope in the shelter and he would tell him he would run it in a circle around the area and tell him where it was at they'd be out there drilling holes he could see him drilling and he'd say you know no you're, you need to go 10 more feet <laughs> to the north and then they mm -hmm. and then they would you know they would go beyond the school and mm -hmm. you know it's it's if you have a a group like what we fished out uh, on lake nunya yeah. Um, you could really run a school down and have a great day where if you were just sitting waiting, it could be pretty rough. Right. Yeah. So no, I'm looking forward to using it again for that. It helped me this tournament. This is the first year I ever used it. I think efficiently for tournament fishing and forward view. And it, it definitely helped me and yeah. uh, probably helped me too much because during practices, during practice for our championship, I was catching nice limits and no one else was. They were talking about how crappy it was. And then I, I did that in so many of my areas to perfect it that I, I, I conditioned my fish to it, I think, and I ran out of them. I think I, I actually think I conditioned them to it and kind of yeah. I overdid I, it. I think that view, the forward view, the is the hardest to learn what's a fish too because even riding in the boat with you on the side imaging you'd be like oh this little white dot this is a fish i think you need to because in the down view it's pretty obvious what's a fish right mm -hmm. and it's just not quite as obvious when you look out so i think that's what i'll have to learn is mm -hmm. you know because when you move it it just seems like there's flex of things in the water now now that i've watched enough videos though I've seen a school of crappies, what it looks like when you're, you know, chasing them down. So yeah. I think I'll do better. But when Chris and I were first using his this last winter, we had no clue. Yeah. We, we didn't know what was what. So we, he would put his auger down through the ice and I'd say, Hey, okay, now we know what an auger looks like. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a learning curve though. I don't think you're going to pick it up. You still have to make, you still have to bite. You still have to have the right lures. Um, yeah. I don't think it'll be too yes. bad. Speaking of lures, I've got a couple of, well, I've got a couple of lives coming up. One's coming up Wednesday with hog pours custom, uh, that I, that would, that'll be interesting. And, and one of the reasons I think it'll be interesting, you're a nuggy user, right? And you yep, yep. use a little, little Adam nuggy and that's one of my favorite baits. And he's got a bait that's got, I think a little subtle improvement to that, to the little Adam nuggy. And 
that's been, you know, if I had to have one bait, one soft plastic bait, that's what I would have. And, you know, maybe two colors is all I'd need. Uh, but he's got a, a subtle improvement. So we're going to talk to him on Wednesday night. Uh, make sure if you if you don't drop into that one, watch it afterwards because he's got some offerings there. And um, I mean, yeah. they can. I, I, I like I just looking at him quick the other day. It looks like they got a little bit more body to him, just so just a little bit more, so you can get mm-hmm. a little more hook in there, mm-hmm. which makes it, you know, just going to hold up a little better. I think than than the nuggies. They, you know, they're easy to put on crooked. They're they don't, they're pretty soft. You know, they, they have a, another brand. I don't know if it's hog pour, but they have them at walleye warriors here in point. And I'll have to run down the brand of those. Those are, they're tougher. That's yeah. a little tougher. And you know, they last, they last a long time. Even the, the more delicate ones seem to last a long time. I mean, if you can get away from using live bait, I'm always yeah. looking for reasons to do that. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to talking to to him on Wednesday. Then the other live that I've got coming up is we're kicking off some uh, uh, U.S. angling live streams, and we're going to be talking to some guys uh, that have competed for Team USA in a, a multitude of disciplines, right? In USA fishing, there's everything, ice fishing, carp fishing, trout fishing, you name it. Uh, kayak fishing, the bass guys, that's big now. So we're going to get to do some interviews with folks that have done it before. The first one I've got lit up, uh, lined up is Myron Gilbert, former world champion ice fisherman. You'd love him, John. He's just, mm-hmm. uh, I know Lawrence, who's watching earlier here, he's talked to him before and fished with him before overseas and stayed with him. And he's just a phenomenal ice fisherman and will share, you know, one of those guys that wants to teach and leave behind. So we're going to be talking to him. Right. We're going to be talking to the bass guys. So we're going to be talking to Jacob Wheeler. We're going to be talking to uh, uh, probably um, Scott and Roland Martin. So uh, we've got some kayak uh, bass people, folks. We've got surf fishing. We've got medalists in in fishing competitions you don't even know about. So we're hoping to daylight some of that with that. And I'm going to stream them here and they'll be streamed at um, the U.S. Angling Confederation uh, site as well. So. Those will be cool. Yeah, those will be those will be good off to get on for those and kind of see what uh, how it develops as you guys have more and more lives. Yeah, and uh, we'll continue to check in with you uh, in our bra moments in fishing yeah. uh, series just to yeah. see where you're at. I know uh, you've uh, you know watch out fishing world as you decide to pick up into it because <laughs> i remember john fishing uh in tournaments bass tournaments and before our kids got to be big enough or we were chasing them around full time where uh you were kicking people's butt and as a co-angler and have multiple yeah. co-angler uh awards and get you in your That's own awesome. boat and you're gonna catch some fish <laughs> yeah you, you you learn a lot when you're the co-angler about yeah. uh you know what to do and what not to do. And then once you have your own boat, like you said, then you're kind of, you're kind of dialed in. I'm always a little more compassionate to the, to the co-angler. <laughs> no. uh, my son might not say that, but I put him on, on most of his fish this summer. If he was on, yeah. probably he'd, he'd agree to that. But uh, yeah, there's some, there's some tournament streams. There's some competitive anglers who've got uh, live stream shows who have dedicated multiple uh, shows to how to squander your co-anglers day. 
Yeah, I think it. <laughs> I think it can go. It can go both ways. I mean, I I fished with guys that would tell me nothing about what we're doing, where we're going, and then other guys that were just fired up that I I you know seemed more excited than I was about the bag of fish because they were proud it came out of his boat and his spot and yeah. Uh, but yeah. uh yeah, I thought you check in with me. I'll be I'll be live on the ice quite a bit. I got uh, I'm empty nester now, so I get back into the groove. Um, my wife will be glad to get rid of me here. I've been just chomping at the bit, looking for enough ice to hold 200 and I'll call it 35 pounds of, of uh, <laughs> Central Wisconsin man down here. <laughs> uh, cool. So, well, very good. Okay. Thanks for those that tuned in today, and uh, uh, we'll be back on the water. And it's almost guaranteed that we're going to be making some broad moments. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Later, Thanks, bud. Yep. All right. See you.